Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Like this show and want to make your own? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's the site that I use for my podcast. And best part, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And Anchor will even distribute the podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Two Hot Takes. I'm your host, Morgan. I'm Justin. And I'm Dad. I'm Jerry. (laughs) You've been begging to be invited back. And I'm glad that you've allowed me one more shot. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't do bad the first time. The the people loved you. Well. You had some fans out there. I'm glad. And I I thank you all my fans. And some of you uh, recognize and like my socks. So I'm glad that you understand me. We get each other. (laughs) Note the socks. Oh, my gosh. And um, let's roll. Let's do it. Let's dive in. Today's episode is called Put Them in Rice. These stories are about people whose thought process might be a little goofy, broken, or just unsalvageable. Maybe. And when you use that word put it in rice, I really thought you were going to talk about cell phones. Well, why do you put a <laughs> why do you put a cell phone in rice? To dry it out. Because it's wet. They're broken. They're broken. They're broken. So the first half is going to be broken into two parts. The first half is going to be lighthearted, a little lighter, a little funnier. And then the second part is people that are truly damaged, a little, a little wacky and you got to put them in rice. Okay. 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 Up first, my boyfriend, 21 male, has hundreds of pictures of my dad on his laptop. I, 21 female, confronted him about it and he said it's for research. My boyfriend and I have been together for a year. We live together, and he has a couple of laptops. One of them is a personal one, which I occasionally use. A few days ago, I opened his laptop, which wasn't shut down, and it opened a photo album. My dad was on the thumbnail, so I clicked it. He had hundreds of photos of my dad. For the record, my dad has lots of pics available online due to his profession. Can't elaborate further. I asked my boyfriend about it, and he simply said that it's for research. I asked him what he's researching exactly, and then he said he can't tell me because it's confidential. I told him it's very bizarre and worrying that he has a ton of my dad's pics on his personal laptop. He just gave me a weird smirk and said, quote, whatever you think it is, it's the opposite. I feel like I'm in the twilight zone or something. His complete nonchalance, the way he's not even bothered how it comes across. We talked about it again, and he said that he understands how I feel, but... Shouldn't be worried. I'm confused. This isn't normal, right? Um, 
I think if it was like a an innocent photo album, like why not just say that? Maybe it's something to do with her too. Maybe he's going to do, maybe he has a, a deeper wedding plan or something else. He wants to tell a story. I mean, but why we, isn't we, she we, in any of the pictures then? They're all pictures of her dad. Hundreds. Hundreds of pictures. I, why are we always jumping to the to the worst conclusion? <laughs> why are you not? <laughs> because, look, I have done things for people that I care for, and I've gone through albums and put you know muscled stuff together to find the right theme to do. Nothing inappropriate about it, but with all good intention. And the way that he's reacting, he's not trying to cover anything up, really. He's just saying, look, trust me, this is not what you think. So I'm, I'm going to kind of let it, let it play a little bit. I disagree. And this is maybe me watching too many crime junkie like type movies and stuff like that. But my first thought is like, okay, she can't say what her dad does. So I by that, he he's high profile. And him being like, oh, it's confidential. I can't tell you. Weird. Wait, wait, wait. Her dad is a public figure in some sense. He's okay. a high profile person. But the person. boyfriend has the pictures of the dad. Saved. So all of his pictures, he's got a lot available online. And so my thought is this boyfriend seems obsessed with the dad. I don't think you save hundreds and hundreds of pictures of someone unless you have an obsession with them. I feel like he started dating her to get close to the dad. There's something, okay. for me, for me, it feels like there's something deeper going on here. I can see that. So there's something illicit. It seems like it. And that's possible too. But the, he's getting all the pictures off the internet. Right. Maybe, but otherwise maybe they're friends on Facebook and now he has access to other pictures too. So there's a lot of comments on this one. Everyone's conclusions were like really hot takes. Everyone pulled the trigger and shot him first? No, but a lot of people are like, clearly it has something to do with your dad's profession and it's more or something other than just infatuation. If your dad is a porn star, the answer is self-evident. If your dad is a bodybuilder, model, celebrity, or athlete, maybe he looks up to him. Maybe it makes him uncomfortable to tell you that he idolizes your dad. If it was something as simple as a project or a gift, he would have told you, I'm sure, especially considering how that looks. You definitely need to sit him down and explain to him that this needs to be a bigger conversation because the secrecy is not healthy and a massive red flag. True. The first thing that still comes to my mind is his behavior through this has been one of calm. I don't think he was calm at all. He was very evasive. Whatever you think it is, it's the exact opposite. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird. It's confidential. It's my fucking but dad. Just tell me. Yeah. I mean, I come up with things that are very absurd in some of the words I choose. Someone asked me how I cooked a recipe. My answer to them is confidential. I can't tell you because if I tell you, you won't need me anymore. So I can't let you know my way I make my chicken. <laughs> so, I mean, I come up with absurd shit. He came up with an absurd, an absurd statement. But in reality, maybe he's really just trying to prepare something for her. My gut is not telling me it's something illicit. It's something more that he's trying to do something out of love for her. And I could, <laughs> I could be an idiot. Yeah, I just don't. I just feel like there's not even enough information, though. It's very, there's no way to. It's very limited. We need more. Yeah. Yeah, very limited. But also, I think to speak on your point, okay, the first time that she was like, dude, what's up with these pictures of my dad? 
And he was like, oh, it's confidential. I'd have to kill you if I told you. I get that. But I would, I would say something stupid like that. I get that. That's a one-off. But then when you like, you talk to him again, like she went to him and talked to him again and he still wouldn't tell her and was like, whatever you think, it's the opposite. That's when it's like, okay, buddy, let's drop the act if this is an act because this is just too weird for then, me. Then I think that she has to really sit him that way and say, I'm very disturbed by it. It's affecting my relationship with you. Yeah. Yeah. This, um, this top comment is the one I really like. Is your dad's profession political? I went and listened to the comments about him saving the pics for gross reasons, like a lot of people are saying. And he's referring to all the comments that are like, oh, porn, your dad's in porn. Mm. I think your boyfriend has some kind of agenda to do with your dad's profession. Edit. If you can, check when the first picture was saved. If it predates your relationship, chances are he was using you to get close to your dad. Very, very bright. Yeah. But and what would the pictures get you? I mean, look, at, you remember the movie The Bodyguard? Mm-hmm. I mean, point blank, there yeah. are people that stalk people and that yeah. are really twisted and, and they're jacked in the head. They're sick. I mean, look at the so celebrities if, that have been murdered by fans. So I think that was a really, really bright idea. Go look at the dates of the pictures. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially and, if he's not going to come clean and tell you. Right. Because this is like, this could be for your and own it's safety. O- and sometimes it's always better to know the answer before you ask the question. Yes, I would agree, especially if you are dealing with someone who's going to lie to you and brush you off like this. This comment is actually really interesting on here, too. Reminds me of Lisa Marie Presley. She said her marriage to Nick Cage was toxic because he was an obsessive Elvis fan. Their relationship felt like she was just a part of his collection of memorabilia. That is freaking crazy, and I love Nick Cage so much, so that just makes me feel so icky. He was so obsessed with Elvis, he had to have her have his daughter. Ew. Oh wow. Okay. Well, moving along from that that that, that, that was a that was a twist I didn't need to hear. I know. <laughs> I know it made me really sad. I almost Jeez. I almost wore my Nick Cage t-shirt tonight too. Okay, up next. This is a Reddit classic. Um, if you've been around Reddit, it's it's an oldie but a goodie. There's actually a subreddit called um, Museum of Reddit, and they save like the top of the, the Hall of the, Fame, the, the Hall of Fame type posts. Yeah, so this one is in there. It's called the Poop Knife. I was 22 years old when I learned that not every family has a poop knife. My family poops big. Maybe it's genetic, maybe it's our diet, but everyone bursts giant logs of crap. If anyone has laid a mega poop, you know that sometimes it won't flush. It lays across the hole in the bottom of the bowl, and the vortex of draining water merely gives it a spin as it mocks you. Growing up, this was a common enough occurrence that our family had a poop knife. It was an old rusty kitchen knife that hung on a nail in the laundry room, only to be used for that purpose. It was normal to walk through the hallway and have someone call out, Hey, can you get me the poop knife? I thought it was standard kit. You have your plunger, your toilet brush, and your poop knife. Fast forward to 22 years old. It's been a day or two between poops, and I'm at my friend's house. My friend was the local dealer and always had guests over, because you can't buy weed without sitting on your ass and sampling it for an hour. I excuse myself and lay a gigantic turd. I look down and see that it's a sideways one, so I crack the door and call out for my friend. He arrives, and I ask him for the poop knife. My what? Your poop knife, I say. I need to use it. Please, what the fuck is a poop knife? Obviously he has one, but maybe he calls it by 
a more delicate name, a fecal cleaver, a dung divider, a guanoglave. I explain what it is I want and why I want it. He starts giggling, then laughing. Then lots of people start laughing. It turns out the music stopped and everyone heard my pleas through the door. It also turns out that none of them had poop knives. It was just my fucked up family with their fucked up bowels. Fuck my life. I told this to my wife last night, who was amused and horrified at the same time. It turns out that she did not know what a poop knife was and had been using the old rusty knife hanging in the utility closet as a basic utility knife. (laughs) Thankfully, she didn't cook with it, but used it to open Amazon boxes. Oh, my God. (laughs) She will be getting her own utility knife now. Well, thank you for selecting this one. You know how I love to hear about your fecal uh, edits. <laughs> I want to know the first time that the family realized. I want to be there for the first conversation of when they decided this was necessary. I know. How does that even come up? How does this become a thing that's normal in the family? Yeah, I don't get it. Also, the fact that it just hung in the laundry room versus like it was in the bathroom or a more easily accessible place. Like, If you're home alone, do you just grab it on the way in? I don't know. Or you sit there, you sit there and wait. Also, how do you get to 20 some years of age and realize that nobody else has this? How is that the first time that this has happened to you outside of your home? I think what he should have done is just punish them by leaving it in the the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been quite the sight to walk into. But just how do you never, how do you never have a sleepover? You're never out in public. You're never somewhere and realize that that's not a thing. What do they do on vacation? Right. Do they bring it with them? There might be a disposable one. I feel like if it's that big of a turd, a plastic knife would break it. I think we should go back and discuss the the boyfriend taking pictures of the father. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So there is an edit. Common question. Why was this not in the bathroom instead of the laundry room? Answer, we only had one poop knife and the laundry room was central to all three bathrooms. I have no idea why we didn't have three poop knives. Yeah, for real. And and do they get up in the middle of the whole thing and go chase, walk out first and come back with the knife? All I know is that we didn't. We had the one, possibly because my father was notoriously cheap about the weirdest things. So, yes, we shared our poop knife. Oh my God. Was this in the hills of Kentucky? <laughs> he, uh, he doesn't say. The top comment on this one, my friend's sister laid a huge turd in the toilet. She couldn't get it to flush, so she just casually strolls into the kitchen while me and my buddy are watching Friday night videos and grabs a pocket knife from the junk drawer, goes back towards the bathroom. My buddy is like, hey, what the F you need that knife for? So she says the toilet won't flush. Their dad hears this, jumps up and runs down the bathroom and screams, who shit this turd? Which brings mom into the bathroom. She freaks out. Now all five of us are in the throne room in admiration of her magnificent turd. The dad asks, what is the knife for? And his sister goes, it's what I used to cut them. Yeah, that's what she said. It was silent until her mom asked, how long have you been cutting turds with that knife? I'm dying. My friend is in tears. She goes, well, since we are all here, I guess the secret is out. So I get massive turds on my period. So for about six years, mom... She goes to leave, and her dad grabs her and says, cut the cheese, sweet pea, and that's your knife now. <laughs> that's it. I can't breathe. I'm laughing so hard. She is in tears. Her mom is mortified, and her dad was trying to be supportive. My buddy and I are being total jackasses. Her dad pulls us aside and threatened to kick the shit out of us if a word 
of Sir Turdley of Bummertown gets out of the house. <laughs> we never said a word about it outside of their house, but we were brutal to her at home. Wow. It so, is practical, though. It does make sense. what else? I would they, just use the plunger. Those, those toilets that literally suck. Whatever you put in there, they like make the these. airplane. Well, no, they do make these uh, toilet flush systems that are like pressurized. That the you know when you flush they go and they just pull whatever <laughs> yeah. they pull whatever in there down. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, you do the, it I on mean an you're, you're, a turd is not a rock. I mean, is that what happens on a plane? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's 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 vacuum. It's, yeah. So I, this family would not have trouble on a plane. No, I've had trouble on a plane though. Like. There's, Did you need a knife? I didn't need a knife. I I had to awkwardly sit there with my foot on the pedal. Like I was a flight attendant, as a lot of people know now, and so like to stay awake on some of these long trips, I've had a lot of. I would you know have a bunch of coffee, and sometimes there's not enough suction plus toilet paper plus like the water that shoots. We know so, what we're getting her for her birthday. A poop <laughs> knife? No, but it would it would just like get stuck on the sides of the bowl, and it's like. No chance in hell you're going to stick your hand in there with more toilet paper to like push it off the side. There's no plungers. So you're just kind of fucked. You just kind of have to like sit there and let the water fill up, flush, flush, oh, flush. And they're so loud too. And they're so loud. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I wasn't fun. This is personal for me, but the common solution that if, ever, if I ever had a toilet issue is I take the trash can, fill it with water from the bathtub. And I use that to pour into the toilet, and whatever is there, it pushes it right down. Okay. That's a good strategy. Yeah, it's it certainly, is. I've never, ever, in my inventive mind, never thought about getting a knife and cutting things, stirring the pot, no. getting a ladle, any of these other kitchen utensils. I feel like I've broken up a turd with a plunger, though. Like, you just kind of, like, smush the plunger around. Well, tr- if you have a problem, <laughs> take, take, a, take the trash can, fill it with water, and just... Neat and cleanly, just dump it in and we'll push I'll whatever. Do that. My trash can is a metal basket. I'll do that, and then when it comes out all over the floor over here, I'll call you in. Uh, it, it, you won't need to. If you, do it, <laughs> if you do it with talent and you do it with finesse, okay. it all goes down. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, that's the poop knife, guys. All right, time to roll on. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I beg you. So moving away from poop but bringing up more bodily functions. Oh, God. (laughs) When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I, 33 female, have been lying to my boyfriend, 32 male, about squirting during sex. And now I'm in too deep and the truth is too embarrassing. My boyfriend and I have been going steady the last two years. I won't bore you with too many details, but just know it's been wonderful. We click on multiple levels, and I believe we could click sexually too, but I messed up early on in our dating days, and I'm not sure how to go back. The first time we had sex, we were both quite tipsy. Okay, so I was straight up drunk, but please know I was consenting. This is important because this would never happen when I was sober. He was pounding me while I was on top, and I 
da 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 lost control of my bladder. I seriously pissed all over him and his bed. I was mortified and started bawling and climbing off him when he stopped me and told me it was super hot and he'd never made a girl squirt like that before. I was still in shock and went with it. Sure, yeah, I squirted. Right. And he couldn't smell the pee. Anyways, <laughs> ever since that night, if we have sex and I don't squirt, he feels bad and like he didn't do a good job. So I just kept going with it and forcing myself to pee. The carpet, our couch, mattress, curtains, oh my God. and our quilted headboard have been ruined and it straight up smells and like... And the headboard. And it straight up smells like piss despite my efforts to clean. I don't know how he doesn't know. I even broached pee play in a joking way to see if he did know. And he was like, ew. So he definitely thinks oh, it's squirt. No. I really want to stop destroying the house. And once COVID is over, I'd like to have company over. It has to stop. But I don't know how to tell him now without making him feel totally disgusted and lied to. Please help. I'll take any ideas into consideration because I honestly can't see a way out. <laughs> so what you do is you start sticking a water balloon up there. I, I think that she should really teach him how to make her squirt. What if she can't, though? Not everyone can squirt. Okay. <laughs> Not in my experience. I think, like, well, I think, like, the misconception, too, is that, like, squirting feels similar to an orgasm. It's, it, it's a border, and some some women are not really prepared for the feeling. They think they're actually going to urinate. They don't let. They don't allow themselves. It takes a lot of trust and a lot of time sometimes to get there. It still is though, right? No. It it pa- does partially. Yes. It squirting comes from your bladder, so it, it does contain. It comes from your vaginal sponge. No, it doesn't. Okay. Okay, let's look it up. Oh, here we go. Squirting originates from the bladder, as there isn't any other structure within that area of the female anatomy that's able to hold that much liquid or propel it with that much strength. Squirting is the expulsion of a diluted fluid from the urinary bladder. Squirting comes from the bladder. Okay, and gushing does come from the the prostate. prostate. Okay. So with squirting, yes, it does contain scant amount of urine, pee, yeah, I think a lot of like I think the misconception for a lot of dudes is that squirting equals orgasm, which it does it not. It does not. And so this guy is probably like, "Oh, I'm doing a good job because I'm making her squirt." Little right. does he know, like that's not it. Like for a lot of people, they don't even experience any pleasure from squirting. Mm-hmm. So it's like, like, buddy. But what's even worse is she played into it so heavily. Now she should talk to him. Eh, it's bad. It's bad. I I would have addressed it like after immediately. The first, couple, you have to. the first time, I would have been like, you know what? Like, I actually don't even enjoy squirting. Like, even if you don't, even if you don't want to come clean about it, okay, whatever. But like, yeah, that was just like squirting's a reflexive response. It doesn't equal orgasm. It doesn't equal pleasure for me. Just because I didn't squirt doesn't mean you didn't do a good job. You've been in a relationship with this person now for so long. You just need to. Right, which would be have been open. fine at first. And it's like if he's then really upset about it, then. That's his problem. But now that you've played into it and built it up to be this huge thing, now almost he has a reason to be upset when you're like, yeah, I was faking it the whole time. I've just been lying about it. Yeah. Because you're just like, oh, gay? What? I know. She's got to come clean, though. Yeah, I mean, definitely. 
Top comment on this one. This is one of the funniest examples of why lying is a piss poor idea. And then they go, literally, just read him this post. It will be fine. Uh, the next comment. I agree, OP. If you don't come clean now, you're in a lot more awkwardness in the future. For the rest of her life. <laughs> but they spell urine, so it's... Yeah. They meant to be very punny. Yes. They are. Good job. <laughs> Someone goes, honestly, it probably won't be fine. Normally, I would be like, ah, oh, yeah, no worries. Just explain it, and he will get it. But to learn that your partner has been pissing on you and all of your things for two years, all to keep up a lie when there were literally a million other reasonable ways to explain what happened. OP, it sounds like you want to keep this relationship, so you have two options. Tell him the truth and hope he gets it. He may not. Or stop pissing on everything and explain to him that squirting doesn't equal mind-blowing sex and make up an excuse for why you don't squirt anymore, which is exactly yep. what I said. Also, I am aware of the ongoing debate about whether squirt is pee or not or some crazy mixture of fluids. There's a big difference between maybe a little pee while she's squirting and she was never a squirter. She was actually forcing herself to piss on me to maintain a lie. Yep. Also, like the pelvic floor control this woman has to be able to like imagine how hard it is to pee even like right after sex. Mm -hmm. Sort of like literally be able to release your your bladder like mid pump like, yeah. during sex. That would take so much. It's a lot of effort to go down this whole rabbit hole. Yeah. She really, she played herself. So up next, today I fucked up by sticking a sex toy to my girlfriend's forehead. Some context. I wrote this a while back. However, my girlfriend of the time begged me not to post the story. So the draft sat on my phone. Having come across the story in my notes and having had a good laugh, it's time to share. I'm just not going to post it as I wrote. Today I fucked up when my girlfriend decided that she would take me through her sex toy collection. Everything started off rather coy, as we have only been dating a couple months. Little did I know, my inner child was about to sabotage myself. Amongst the menagerie of toys was an 8-inch clear dildo with a suction cup on the bottom. Having only ever seen these online, read about one in an educational book, I was fascinated to see if they actually stuck to walls. After sticking it to the bed head and seeing it stick there convincingly, my inner child had to test its limits. <laughs> Roof? Yes. Palm of my hand? Yes. Knee? Yes. Then a brilliant idea struck. <laughs> I wonder if it would stick to a forehead. To protect my delicate masculinity, it can't be stuck to my forehead. So, next best thing. It left a ring. I planted square <laughs> in the middle of my girlfriend's forehead. Surprisingly, it stuck well. She has become the kind of unicorn that gives small children nightmares and brawnies <laughs> wet dreams. This killed us both for a good five minutes as she had just become the embodiment of a dickhead. And we were making puns like we were on fire. Upon recovering from the hilarity, she went to take it off. Apparently, pulling it off had hurt a little. So when she went into the bathroom to check it out, the suction cup had actually left a large, red, <laughs> blotchy, perfectly circular hickey on her forehead. <laughs> it was the circumference of a pool ball, and it looked angry. Oh, wow. She wasn't happy. <clears throat> Needless to say, I could only see the funny side of this, and she was convinced she would need a truckload of makeup to get this looking somewhat reasonable for any meetings at work. 
I am now sleeping on the fold-out sofa, questioning <laughs> my life choices. <laughs> my girlfriend feels she looks like she belongs in Avatar, the last airbender, as lost air temple member with a giant circle on forehead. And I can't stop laughing. I love it. That's so good. Time, time, the, time heals all and turns oh, these yeah, stories no, in, into comedy. They're going to be just fine. It's just like... <clears throat> it's funny to think of him sleeping on the couch with just absolutely no regret because <laughs> she was also into it. They were, they made many jokes yeah. about it and had a lot of fun. So of course, when then you have the consequence after did, you're upset. She, but I just want to know when she sent him to the couch, did the dildo go with him? <laughs> His new friend. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I guess that would be hard to cover up, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, hickeys but, are really hard. But to I cover saw up. that one coming. As soon as, as soon as, as, oh, as I, yeah. I saw that thing coming. <laughs> hard to miss. Damn, those suction cups must be real. Yeah, you know, I. They do like make to these stick, stick they, to a forehead. But though? yeah, I mean, he, she should have had the one for him with the chin, you know, guard on it. So it's actually like a chin dildo. <laughs> you I'm have not, one of those? I'm not familiar with that. Years ago. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh God, yes, I've tried them all. I had, I had a I had a uh, what and then you just like peg someone uh, with your face? Well, you yeah, you do both and and your tongue at the same time. Oh, that's kind of. I smart. brought it. I brought it home for her. She said, "Bring me, bring me back a present from L.A." And so I did. <laughs> it's probably my mom. I it was even, not mom. Oh, thank God. <laughs> it was not your mom. <laughs> thank God. Your mom was not a candidate for any of this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so funny because she talks about stuff now, and I'm like, interesting. Okay. No, your mom was not the candidate. <laughs> That's wacky. Oh, by the way, it also came complete with you know the glasses, but with the two headlights. What? <laughs> it had glasses. So the gift was I brought the chi- the chin dildo, and then, <laughs> and then gla- there were glasses framed with no lenses, but with two headlights. I wanted to be funny. <laughs> oh my god! You looked like a little miner with a dick on your face. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I'm so weird. <laughs> uh, top comment on this one. This is about. I'm the- sharing this with my daughter. Unbelievable. My antics. Yeah. Well. And me. <laughs> and me, Justin. <laughs> no, I mean, I've heard, I've heard your, I've heard your stories. Uh, you had sex while you were flying your plane. You've plus or minus plus or minus fifty feet. Yeah, and there's no auto, there's no autopilot on that. <laughs> He's dated Playboy bunnies. He's broken into the Kentucky Derby and partied with like George Bush Senior. Well, we didn't party. We're just at, we were at a table just right right adjacent you, you to were, where they were. You were drinking together. I saw the pics. <laughs> um, so top comment on this one. This about the tenth dildo on the forehead story I've read on here. It appears it's much more common than I would have thought. The next one. This is the first I've ever seen. Never thought about it, but now that I do, I would expect every couple to have tried this at least once if either party owns such a dildo. I mean, dickhead unicorn? How does one not think of trying it out? Well, the thing I think about is like when I used to have to use the suction cup on my windshield for my phone to hold my phone while I was driving. Yeah. Every day I feel like that thing would fall off. Yeah. And the suction cup, even the... The little shelves you can put in your shower that are suction cut. They always fall. They always suck. How does this one leave a big hit? Yeah, like what's up? Why is the I just have a bigger I have a bigger question. Why were they putting on her forehead? 
I mean, there, there was no he fun said for his masculinity couldn't take the hit to have a dick on his face. Fragile. Yeah. Which is well written and very funny. Yeah, this was <laughs> this was very well written. I don't know. I feel like hickeys are so easy to give and get. Like my little brother, we were going to a baseball game once and he had his like lips in a Gatorade bottle and he was like sucking the air out of the Gatorade bottle. And the poor kid, he was so little too. I like was taking him on a road trip. He had swollen lips. To a baseball game. Yeah, he like had swollen lips and a black and blue ring all the way around his lips. And it's like like the suction. There's something to with the the pull that I don't know. It breaks the blood vessels. It's like more than a bruise. It's easier than a bruise. It's broken blood vessels. Which a bruise is like blood under the like the surface of the skin. But it's different. It's like pectic. uh, Petechia is what it's called. It's like a different kind of bruising that's like blotchy, broken blood vessels. Petechia. Not going to remember that. Everybody remember (laughs) that word for when you're playing Scrabble. (laughs) Yes. The new Scrabble word of the night, petechia. I don't know if I'm going to get this image out of my head. I know. No, the image of him. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, with the yes. headlights and all. Oh yes, that was a little. Yes, and and every time and every time <laughs> you cycle to the next one, you always leave the toys with the last one. <laughs> yeah, you don't. You, that's you, like, never, you never take them with you. you no, <laughs> you you leave them with that partner. They're, you leave them with the partner. Toys. They're her toys. Yeah, yeah, I um I just saw a Reddit story recently about. I just live on Reddit. It's just I don't have anything else going on, but I saw this one story <laughs> about this girl writing in, and she was like my boyfriend wants me to wear his ex's lingerie. And I'm like, ew. That's but girls like, always wear the lingerie with the next person, so. But it's on one body, my I know, body. I know, like, which is different. I get that. Yeah, but like her pussy was in those panties and stuff. Like, no. <laughs> well, I'm not changing share. my penis. It, it goes from the same. It always travels <laughs> with me. Got to wrap it up. <laughs> you be careful, mister. Condoms, you you guys. Safe Just whip sex. out the old chin dildo, and you'll be good to go. Uh, yeah. that was that was that was the best story. <laughs> okay, let's. Uh, I get a sweet smile when I think of that story. <laughs> let's not scar these people forever. <laughs> this is the last of the lighthearted before we transition to the darker. Getting Put ready. Getting ready for it. Okay. You've worked hard for what you have: your money, your assets, your four hundred one k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to three million dollars in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss, and if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save twenty five percent off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at lifeLock.com/aware. Terms apply. Am I the asshole for leaving my husband at the restaurant and going home? My husband, Justin, started spending a lot of time inside the bathroom after we moved into our new home. We're talking 45 minutes for just peeing four to five times a day. It's so irritating, but since he uses the guest bathroom, this only annoyed me when I'm waiting for him to eat or go out or do anything together or even when we have guests over. Days ago, he took me out for dinner after he got off work. We went to the restaurant, sat at the table, and looked at the menu. Once the waitress came and took our orders, Justin started looking around, saying he needed to go to the restroom. I felt something was wrong and kept worrying about him, wanting to use the restroom and staying there for a long time. So, before he went, I gently reminded him 
that we were at a restaurant, therefore he shouldn't take too long inside the restroom. He made a face and told me to knock it off because he'd be back in a minute. Where's the phone? Ten minutes passed and I felt annoyed. Another eight or so passed and he was still in there. I literally started calling his phone and texting him to get out when our order arrived. I was getting fed up and the food was getting cold, so I entered the men's restroom looking embarrassed as hell and coming behind each door asking if he was in there. <laughs> and you hear her coming too, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Tilly replied that he'd be out in a few seconds. I went back to the table and started eating after over five minutes of waiting. 10 plus 8 plus 5. Plus the time she 20, went in. 23, 25 minutes, give yeah. or take. I called his phone one last time after I was finished, but he hung up on me. I was very, very upset. I just asked the waitress to split the bill, paid, left a tip, and walked out. I got home by Uber. I can't drive because of my medical condition. And nearly 20 minutes later, Justin got home looking upset, asking what the heck I just did. He asked why I left him there and went home all of a sudden. I told him he was taking too much time in the restroom and had me wait for nearly 40 minutes while dinner was cold and I was starving. He pitched a fit and gave a lecture about how selfish I was to abandon him there, even though I called and he hung up. But he said his battery died. He said he thought our meal was going to take time, so he went to use the restroom and I should have waited for him a little longer after I notified him about the meal. But I was too selfish. I snapped and said this will, in fact, be the last time we go out for dinner if he's going to act like that. This was irritating, not just for me, but the public as well. Imagine keeping the restroom busy for 40 minutes where customers need it. Thank goodness the place wasn't packed. I told him that, and he gave me the nastiest look I've ever seen, and said I was at fault for leaving and ruining our dinner together. He said he was only upset that I paid for my dinner, even though he was the one who invited me out. Should I have just waited? Hell no. Hell no. She the, had the, the best response ever. She handled she it. She tried. Like a fucking She went champ. in the damn men's room. She was in there. What does I What just, else can you do? Is I'd, like to, I'd, I'd like to know what, what the minutes are on this guy's phone, who he's texting, who he's calling, who he's, yeah. he's, who's, what's going on, who's his attention focused on. Because let me tell you. I don't care how old you are. It doesn't take you that long to pee. No, and even if you no. have some horrible medical the, condition. I don't know when. I mean, Morgan's, gonna, Morgan's great at the computer. She can go look up what diseases are there. Keep a guy urinating oh. for 45. They don't there's, exist. No, there's definitely, yeah, there's a lot of condition. A lot of people are incontinent. A lot of people don't have great control over their bladder. I mean, there's so, so, so many. There's an, an unlimited amount of medical conditions that could cause this. For 45 minutes? All the time? <clears throat> I mean, he could have to go and she's not every know, couple of minutes. And she's so not going to know there. what's really going on? Well, that's the thing is you would. You would. You would. There's, so something, this else, is just, there's something else going on so here. So she gives an edit, edit to say that he doesn't have a medical condition. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I would have mentioned it. Right. And yes, he takes his phone with him every time. I also forgot to mention our ages. Our ages. I'm 28 and he's 32. We've been married for over a year. I think someone's got a little bit of he, a he, porn addiction. He, he's fucking around. Oh. This is just unacceptable. And that's like the privacy this of your own home, of, too. Oh, yeah, like, for sure. When you go to a restaurant, it's already awkward pooping in public restaurants, typically for, for most people. Like, I just create a lot of noise with the toilet paper 
So I don't have I cut, an issue. I cut the guy that's taking has ten thousand pictures of oh, his no. <laughs> uh, of his girlfriend. I'm not, I'm not I, I cut him, him all the slack in the world. This guy, we're hanging by the nuts. No, this there's something weird for sure. Yeah, I um. You are not, you are lady. You are not the asshole. Not the asshole at all. Like I think leaving him was honestly generous. Like, I think leaving him. Period. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've only been married for a year. Honestly, this is really weird. It's just dicey. The fact that she doesn't know, too, and this has been going on, like, four to five times a day, he goes into the bathroom for 45 minutes, which means he's in the bathroom for four to five hours a day. There's oh, some, what? He does this. <laughs> he goes into the bathroom for 45 minutes at a time, typically, she said. We're talking 45 minutes for just peeing, four to five times a day. Okay. So he is in the bathroom for four hours a day, and he does it when guests come over. Okay. Even if he's talking to someone else. You're not going to take that long. No. Even if he has a porn addiction. This is a porn addiction. Are you really going to take that long? Yeah, I don't know if it's a a porn addiction as much as it might be somebody else also. That he really... That much time a day? I don't don't think... (laughs) You know, when I was young, I mean, and I was into somebody, and and, and I was out of the other relationship or not quite there yet, and I would disappear. I mean, I, I know that I would... Be somewhere else, texting back it's and forth. Got hemorrhoids, sitting on the toilet that long. Your legs would for sure be numb. <laughs> I would look for any excuse in the world like, to get on. away from where I was to go talk to that person. Yeah, I don't know how this poor girl has not gone. This is more this, nuts. This is ringing bells and behaviors I did back in, in when I was thirty. When you were a shithead? When I was a shithead. You just sit in the bathroom for six I know, hours. It didn't mean I was in the bathroom. <laughs> I know, but I mean that's I would what go makes any, this so different. I would go anywhere I could. If it was the bathroom was the answer, I'd be in the bathroom. But even if you were cheating or trying to be like typically when you're cheating, you're more discreet about it. Like she's obviously caught on at this point. Right. And why go out when you like take your wife out to dinner, you're trying to have a nice time, talk to that person in the bathroom for forty five minutes when you get home. Why do it at a restaurant? Unless you, unless he's just simply going in the bathroom to do exactly what he said, porn and jerking off. Or if he's that addicted to where he literally, this is just his constant thought process. And there are people that really suffer with this out there where it's, it's all they think about all day, every day. They're just addicted. And a lot of the comments too, uh, drugs, porn, cheating, gotta be one of them. So four, a, a, B, or C, or D, yeah. all the above. <laughs> so, so four options. One, he's cheating. Two, he has some horrible medical condition, already ruled out. Yep. He's addicted to something on his phone, gambling, games, porn, or he's doing drugs. Either way, it's wild that he's trying to spin this onto her being the problem. Of course right. he is, though. 40 minutes on the toilet is ridiculous. I can't wait for the update when she lets us know what terrible thing he's doing and that she's leaving him. She should put a camera in the bathroom. <laughs> Honestly, it's quite the invasion of privacy. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. They, she, her marriage stems on this. Yeah. <laughs> but if you can't have your partner open up to you about this, and he's put a not camera. Be this. <laughs> okay, moving along. Interesting one. If you guys want to keep your day light and not super sad and aggressive, Whatever. Leave now. That's me. Leave now. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Can I leave? I'm out. Leave now. Hey. Okay. So here's where things start to get a little dark. Let's go. I hate dark. 
These are truly, we love the these dark. are truly the people that need to be thrown in a fucking bin of rice. I like to say I grew up in the dark because when I grew up in my house, uh, we always turned the lights off if we weren't in the room, and so it's like very always bright and lit up here. But I like to say I grew up in the dark because I kind of did. Okay, well maybe you'll have a. So I'm ready. You'll be a ready. lot to say about these stories then. I'm ready. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. I, female 35, threw away old photos of my husband, male 44, with his late wife years ago. He just found out and hates me for it. I met my husband four years ago, and it was love at first sight. He was a widow and had a daughter, now 17. It was tough to deal with, I won't lie, but I wanted to be with him so badly that it didn't matter. We got married two years ago, and we've had our struggles, I won't deny, but overall, it has been a very happy, love-filled marriage. At the beginning of our relationship, I was really jealous of his late wife. He had pictures of her around his home. His family loved her and talked about her. His daughter the same thing. His friends, the same. It was tough. I was comparing myself to her. She was beautiful, intelligent, successful. She was a great mother, friend, wife, whatever you can think of. I know that people don't like to speak ill of the dead, but I believe them when they say these things. I did speak to my then boyfriend about these feelings, and he even took down some of the pictures later in our relationship. Still, his house never felt like my home, as it felt like it was still hers. When we got engaged, we decided we would buy our own home and we moved in right before we got married. Side note, this was very stressful with the wedding so soon after, would not recommend. During the moving process, I found box after box of old photos and other materials. Photos of his ex, family photos, photos of them together, baby photos, everything. Some of these were Polaroids, they were so old. They had been together for many, many years and had so much history together. I don't know why at that moment I snapped, but I did. I threw the ones with her away. When we were putting photos up in the new house, I didn't put any of her except one with my stepdaughter. There was a box of her things and I donated some of the items and threw the rest away. I even went onto the computer and deleted photos he had stored on there. At the time, I felt like I won, maybe. I don't even know what I was thinking this would accomplish but I did it. For the past two years, my husband hasn't noticed. My stepdaughter turns 18 soon. She's a very intelligent girl. She graduated early, goes to a top-tier school, and is very well-adjusted for someone who lost her mom so young. We have never been that close. I care for her, I do, but she never opened up to me and has never viewed me as a mom to her. I understand, but it hurts. Anyways, my husband's mom wanted photos of her as she was putting something together for her. He went to look for them, and as you can imagine, they weren't there. He asked me about them, and I admitted everything to him, as I wasn't going to lie to him. He is very angry at me and can barely look at me. I've asked him to go to marriage counseling, but he refuses. I'm 13 weeks pregnant, and I'm trying to manage the stress. He's devastated, not just for his daughter, but for himself. I know he loved his late wife very much, and if she was still there, he'd probably still be with her. He's been in tears half the time when he's speaking to me and won't sleep in the same room as me. I've tried to explain that I have felt guilt ever since and why I did it, but he doesn't care. 
He asked me what he's supposed to tell his daughter. Some of the materials I donated slash threw away were really important. I know that I screwed up. I know that I need to make this up to my husband and his daughter, but I don't know how to. This was such a monumental screw-up on my part. I've always been jealous of her, and I did not handle my emotions correctly. I've tried to track down photos of her by other people, and while I did find some from his parents and her friends, her parents died when she was young, and she was raised by her grandparents, who are now dead. There aren't many out there. Reddit, I love my husband and want to fix this more than anything. I know that I am hormonal right now, and my mind is wandering around to every outcome that could happen, but... What if this is the end of my marriage? I can't let that happen. I need to fix this. Wow. That's terrible. So I, <sighs> I mean, the first thought that I had was, obviously, look, she recognizes everything. The one thing that she didn't recognize, which was too bad, is that he married her. And as yep. much as that she, she realized how amazing his first wife was and who she was, that he would never have married anyone that was less of that kind of a person. So she didn't give herself enough credit yep. and caved in to her own you know, insecurity rather than, than, than take the confidence. That's why he married her in the first place, because how wonderful she is. Yeah, you screwed up. You, you took away something that was really for her daughter. Right. And exactly. as much as that he loved her as well, he really was protecting... And I really can't say what, I can't speak for him. I can only put myself in that place that I would protect everything I can for my daughter and my kids that they have of their mother because they need to know that, that that's where the where a child yeah. connects. Yep. And the daughter will come to her with realizing that she is secure and if she was. Right. Her insecurity is is her downfall and she needs to get some assistance with that. Yeah, this to me is absolutely, absolutely, absolutely unhinged. I again and again come across Reddit stories where people are with these partners and these partners are so insecure of people that are no longer around. Like you're competing with a ghost. Right. There, That person has no chance of ever coming back in the picture, ever competing with you, ever filling that role again. Like you are truly competing with someone who's gone and that's just something I will never understand like I get being insecure like yeah she was a great mom a great wife if she was alive we he, he we would be still with her because he would, he, right. that's the kind of guy he was he was in love and he wasn't going to go leave his Ex marriage exactly and so yeah like just uh, and that's why you married him and that's why you married him it, uh, yes you can that can be said like oh yeah he wouldn't be with you but you are with him and if you weren't with him you probably would have met someone amazing too. Who's not to say that you wouldn't have a great husband and relationship that you love just because it's not with him? You guys wouldn't have crossed paths. It wouldn't have been... You manipulated the situation and that is the worst thing you can do in a relationship this is, is manipulate. This is so unhinged. And like, I get taking pictures <clears> down. <throat> you, you moved in together. You're starting your life. You don't want to see reminders of this, you know, this woman. Even though she's gone, you don't want to see these reminders constantly. Mm -hmm. I understand that. I still think it's unfair, especially to the daughter. But I get that. So hide the boxes in the attic. Don't yep. look at them. To donate them and throw pictures, Polaroids, so old. And she, at the time, she knew what she was doing was wrong, even at the time. But she was so fucking unhinged. 
So and any, I, so I would say that anyone else that's reading this that's that's in a situation that they're fighting some of these same things, seek help. Therapy, you guys. If you are dealing with demons like this, where you just think so like less of yourself and you're so insecure. And, and we've gonna, all and, had tough moments. And you're going to devastate other people's lives and their feelings. And Therapy. Their fe- Work on yourself. First. Because this is terrible. And like the daughter's 17 now. They got married four years ago. And I think she said the wife died a couple years before that, right? Like three years before. Mm-hmm. So the daughter was 10. Right. And her comments about she's never looked at me like a mother. I get it. But it hurts. She was 10 when she lost her mom. She wasn't a baby. Mm-hmm. She knows who her mom was. She has full-fledged, full-formed memories of her, her job, mom. Her job is to be a friend. Her job is to just come in, and, be and a role model, role model, be supportive. But you're never going to be that girl's mom. Some, some children do want to adopt that step-parent as a motherly figure. And mm-hmm. that's amazing if you can have that relationship. I've seen other stories like that. But what did you... you you thought you were going to be her new mommy? When I came into your mom's life, your brother was five. And the one thing that I never wanted to do is ever pretend that I was going to be his dad. I was going to be a, a male figure that he can come to, talk to, always be there for him. And that was it. And if he wanted more, I'm there for that. But I, yeah. never, I, never, pressed, I never you know, pressed myself to be his quote, quote, dad. And today, he, he's my son. Right. And I'm his dad. But that didn't happen because I forced it. That was something that he did on his own, and and he came to that conclusion. Yeah. What do we tell this woman today, and how? Do, what advice do we have, or, or thoughts do we have for her, for her marriage going forward? I don't know if she deserves that I family. Think if, I think if it happened to me, if I were the husband in this sense, I think it just, even though it was a, a like a spur of the moment decision that had been building up for a while making that choice and actually following through with it, I would always have a distrust going forward thinking something like that could happen again. Well, then she has to recognize that and have to, have to work on how to, how to build that trust. Right. That's really what it is. It's about the trust. I think... Because uh, there, there is a new baby involved here. There There's is. A new, there is a life here. But you can still they, co-parent with someone very right, amicably. If he can get... If, if, if they can bring it up and grow from the pain... Look, every relationship has pain. I had plenty of pain in my but it's not, relationships. I think what's different here is it's not the fact that it's just between these two partners. Pain, when you submit your partner to pain, that's different. You can, you can choose as a, between you two as a partnership to grow mm-hmm. and overcome that. But look at the damage she just caused to a 17-year-old right. girl. Mm-hmm. That is all she had left of her mother. Yep. And it's gone. Like I can understand a little bit of the feeling of being compared and judged by and he, constantly hearing it from everyone almost to the point where it's like, okay, well, you know, here's what we're doing now. Here are the great times him and I have had. Yes, I respect her and whatever, but I can see how that can get under your skin. However, I can just not imagine going onto the computer and pressing delete or grabbing physical pictures she and lost putting her shit. them in there's the trash. No, there's no doubt she lost her shit. It's just crazy. <laughs> she went temporarily insane. There's yeah. no doubt she but went insane. To that point, 
It's one thing if you're moving and you find the boxes and you're triggered by all the, all the boxes, all that physical stuff in front of you. Yeah. But then she went so out of her way to get onto his computer and clean the computer out exactly. too. She lost she, her shit. She is a malicious bitch. It is malicious. I do not like, oh, I get there's a baby on the way, but I'm sorry. I do not think this woman deserves this I would react the same family. way he did. Exact same way. Because he hasn't even told the daughter yet. And when this little girl finds out, she's not going to want a relationship at all with this woman. No. I sure wouldn't. No. This woman would be done in my book. Done. This is so, so disgusting and so hurtful. This is, you, there's no coming back from this. I get she did this in the heat of the moment. It was all out of anger. She lost it. She snapped. But then after throwing stuff away and after you cool down, don't you think you would have been like, shit. Okay, wait. No, that was wrong. I need to go try to get this shit so, back. So, yeah. So let's, let's talk about one other thing. Where is the computer that she deleted? We don't number know. one, because number two, you can recover a drive. I have had stuff, and I went through and I did complete disk recoveries. What happens? You get, you don't have all the subdirectories. You don't have, and you don't have the extensions. You don't have the. It's basically a number, yeah, dot, and then it replaces now what extensions you want to put on it. You got to figure it out. It's tough, but it's there. It just pulls the extension off. Is what it really does. Yeah, and so it's unreadable. So it. There, there yeah, is two a, years later now. That's the other thing. This is all, you know, two I, years. I got it. But it's, you know, she's, she, she's grasping it, it, it literally straws. And if, if there is a straw to be had, it's worth a shot to give it a shot. No. Yeah. There's. That doesn't take, doesn't take away the insanity. That's something that they're going to have to work on in that trust. Yeah. And she needs help. Yeah. So this is an oldie. This happened four years ago. There was no update. She removed the post. And this one kind of flew under the radar. There was only 175 comments on this one. Um, the top one is pretty long, but I'll read a little bit of it. Forget marriage counseling. A therapist for yourself might be a good first step. This isn't a you and him problem. This is a you problem. Yes. Your jealousy and impulsivity have done your relationship serious harm. So working on that seems like it should be a priority. And whatever you do, don't you dare try and justify this to him in any way. Your best bet is to fall on your sword and admit you fucked up with no qualifications. Start adding little asides like, but I was jealous or but anything. And that may well be the end of everything. Mm -hmm. This has nothing to do with him and everything to do with you. So own that 100%. There's a bunch of edits in her thing too. And whenever you address it with him or his daughter, focus on their feelings and what you basically stole from them. Let them express their unhappiness and anger however they see fit. Yes, it'll be hard, but it's the only option here. Try and drag any sympathy out of them for your situation slash feelings or try and tell them not to feel however they feel and you'll lose whatever molecule of respect or understanding they might have. Playing up your own guilty feelings is not the approach to take here. Yeah, Quote, I wasn't going to lie to him and, quote, I felt guilty ever since are what rubbed me up the wrong way, aside from you, you know, the whole thing. You didn't feel guilty ever since. If you'd felt guilty even afterwards, you could have retrieved the items, dug through the garbage, something. But you're only feeling guilty now because you're finally facing consequences for your actions. And don't try and claim moral high ground with, I wasn't going to lie to him. 
I realize right. now why the idea of you trying to play for sympathy came to me because that's what you're already doing. Your stepdaughter is likely going to resent you forever. Whatever your husband does or however you try to fix it, he's invested enough to maybe try if you're really lucky because of marriage and a baby. But your stepdaughter, consider yourself lucky if she ever talks to you again. And OP replied, I will not try to justify it to him at all. I know it is indefensible. He's never done anything to make me feel like he didn't love me. My mom asked me years ago if I was okay with this, as she didn't think I was. She was right, but I loved my husband so much already that it didn't matter to me. I've struggled with being impulsive before, but it's never been this bad. I like, I get her comment like, oh, I just loved him so much and nothing mattered. But to that point, when you love someone that, so that was obs- much. That's obsession. That's it's, not even love. It's, that's obsession. No, it's an unhealthy obsession. Like right. when you love someone so much, you love them for who they are, their past, because their past made them who they are. Mm-hmm. It shaped them. Right. This so, was obsession. This was obsession. It's, it's, again, so unhinged that she wanted him no matter what. She had to have him. Like her comment. She wanted to win. Yeah, she did. As she said. So someone goes, they like reply back to what she said. At the time, I felt like I won maybe. And they popped off. She's dead. Of course you won. Jesus Christ. What you did was so beyond wrong. It's inexcusable. It was evil. Not just to him, but you threw away photos of your stepdaughter's mother. Because you felt you were somehow in competition with her. That's unfixable. If your marriage ends because of this, it will be because you made a horrible choice. All you can do is pray your husband forgives you. And OP goes, I know that she's dead. I've always been jealous of her, and it was all in my own head. I was very insecure because I know that if she was here, we wouldn't be together, and it drove me crazy. It wasn't right, and I should speak to someone alone about it. It's just so interesting to be able to make a choice like that, but then also later realize. Have that self-awareness. Yeah. Well, reality hit her square in the forehead. He's pissed. I know, but I'm shocked that it. He's done, and she's grasping whatever she can do. I guess, but I'm just shocked that I have no idea what really what effect it's really going to make on her. What she's really going to do about it? Is she really going to get help? Well, and the thing is, too, like her house of cards is really tumbling right now, and it's so interesting to me because there's there's narcissists and there's like narcissistic personality disorder, and narcissists don't have narcissistic personality disorder if they don't think anything's wrong with them. But she's recognizing that there's something wrong with her and there's this self-awareness. So it almost makes me wonder if she's got, obviously she's got crazy insecurity and lack of confidence and all this other stuff. But it almost makes me wonder if there's something else mental health-wise going on where she's so self-centered about herself and so insanely jealous of this other person and felt threatened by this other person because of being a narcissist or because of having some almost uh, histrionic, I believe. Uh, yeah, histrionic, um, which basically is another personality disorder where you're just, you lack sincerity and you're like very obsessed with yourself. I don't even think she honestly thinks that she needs to change at all. I feel like she just feels bad for the one action. Well, I, I think that she recognizes that she needs to change. <laughs> I don't know if she had, if she's going to go through with it. That's the question. But even in her responses, she's like, Oh, I, I'm just, I was just so jealous and all this stuff. Like she still is thinking the she's same trying way. To, she's trying to justify it. I, I don't know if she will. It doesn't will. feel genuine to me. It doesn't feel super genuine because of the fact she's trying to justify it. 
Like versus just being like, I fucked up. I don't know what I was thinking, whatever it was, it doesn't matter. I fucked up. Well, I'll, it'd be interesting to see what OP, what, what she posts in one year from now. This was four years ago. There's no updates. No updates. Nothing. Well, OP, if you see this. <laughs> oh, yeah. TikTok has a weird way of... Uh, Bring it out, baby. Tell us what you did about it. And we hope things went well for you. I don't. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> well, I'd like to see that that, that that she got help and things changed. Look, she owns what she did. You can't change the past, but you can change. You you can change for the future if if she made the change, and maybe something good could come from that. I mean, you got to make. You hope that some good comes out of something totally bad and moronic. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just searching Reddit to see if there were any updates with the same title posted after and. And um, nothing. Okay, we're time to roll on the next one. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, pretty despicable. Okay, up next. Uh, This one might not be any better, guys. Okay, bring it on. I can deal with these. So this one is very recent. It was posted 15 hours ago. I came across it and immediately saved just based on the title. And then I had multiple listeners send it to me on Instagram and Patreon. Fan favorite. So the the fam was was really upset about this one. So am I the asshole for wearing white at my blind cousin's wedding? I'd like to start by saying that me and my female cousin, blind from birth, aren't very close. But we get along well as relatives. She's 26 and her wedding was last week. She sent me an invitation though. We don't talk much, but since I wanted a break from work, I decided to go. My favorite color is white. I have brown skin. Love wearing white because it brings out my skin's glow and makes me feel comfortable and confident. I purchased a white maxi dress. Nothing fancy, but goes well with my skin tone and wore it at the wedding. There wasn't a big party with many guests, but sort of family dinner and small celebration. I really thought no one would even notice I was wearing white. My cousin and her husband didn't know because obviously no one told them, but... My aunt kept giving me uncomfortable looks the entire evening, and so did my other cousin. Once I decided to leave, my aunt pulled me aside and berated me for wearing this color at her daughter's wedding. She said, just because her daughter is blind doesn't mean she's stupid and doesn't know what's going on around her. Basically saying I brought negative energy and disturbed the celebration by having guests notice, and by extension, my cousin as well. Mm-hmm. She gave a lengthy lecture and asked if I hate to see her daughter happy and whether I pulled this stunt because my blind cousin got married before me. She literally put quotation marks on blind too. I was like, whoa, calm down. None of this was true. I just wore my favorite color and didn't do it because my cousin is blind and wouldn't notice. And married before me, I never thought of that. I argued with my aunt for trying to dictate what I wear, but she defended herself saying I was a guest and should have respected the bride I left feeling very upset and exhausted from that encounter. My boyfriend said he believed I used the fact that my cousin is blind to wear white, but this didn't fly with her family. He pulled the I told you so line and said I just made my family hate with that stunt. So he actually told her not to do it. Yeah. Before she did it. Yeah. He said to her he believed she used the fact that the cousin is blind to get away with wearing white. That's what I was thinking. Exactly what I was thinking. Even though he knows that I always wear white, but he warned me that if my cousin finds out, there's going to be some some issues. He suggested I get ready 
to apologize, but I really see no reason to apologize since I chose to wear a comfortable color that I feel confident in. Yeah, she's oh just trying to God. Get, she's a bitch. She oh is a bitch. Oh, my God. Would you wear white to anyone else's wedding? First of all, my wh- comfort is more important than anyone else's. The guy, the guy that, that she's with <laughs> is, is a bright enough guy that warned her. She knew what she was doing. She did it intentionally. She's a callous. And she's a bitch. Brat. Like, I so, just don't. So, so, lady, you're not winning here. Fuck you. You're not winning <laughs> here. Also, what the yes, fuck? Yes, let's you, go. You are, you, you are the asshole. Fuck you, OP. What the fuck is putting blind in quotation marks? Why would you put blind in quotation marks? Your cousin is fucking blind. There's no quotation marks care. needed. She don't care. This is an easy one. You're not worth any more of our time. We're, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're, we're moving on to the next one. <laughs> yeah. We're not. We're you, not. We're diving in deep. The mods locked this post. So basically, moderators are on these subreddits. And when things get too out of hand, the comments aren't polite or constructive. They'll lock the post. So you cannot comment any longer. So one of the mods comments and goes, well... Seems a lot of people can't leave a comment without insulting OP. So this, <laughs> so this train is headed back to the station. <laughs> Top comment, however, numerous awards. Like, I think about 30 awards based on my count. On a comment. On a comment. And 47,000 upvotes. Yep, you're the asshole. Put it this way. What does your cousin being blind have to do with it? You wore a white dress to a wedding. That is like the universal... Fuck you to any bride, and it's an extra one to a blind bride. Yeah, well said. <laughs> yeah, someone else goes, I had an emergency. I look really good in white. OP, you're the asshole. <laughs> it's incredibly selfish. It's um, unbelievable. Someone goes, right? Brown skin looks beautiful with a lot of colors, so it isn't even that her choices were very limited in any capacity. Yellow, pink, a light blue... Any fucking pastel you want, like white, white at a wedding. Come on, people. What is her boyfriend still doing with her? That's yeah. Like My I would be is, so embarrassed. I mean, how smart are you, dude? Hanging out with this chick. If she does this stuff to her, her cousin, she will do this shit to you. Yeah. Someone comments. I sincerely hope cousin wears an actual wedding dress to OP's wedding, using the reasoning that, hey, I'm blind. I must have put on the wrong dress. But Hell it's yes. so good that you don't care about this stuff. Hell yeah. That is amazing. Yeah, I love that. And I 100% think the cousin should. Oh, that would be. Um, so OP does have an update. She goes, update. What the hell? Oh, yeah. I'm seeing some angry folks here getting too much upset over this matter. I honestly never cared about this stuff, but obviously a lot of people do. I just think it's ultimately my choice to wear what I want whenever I go, especially since I wasn't taking any part of the wedding. But seeing how many people care about minor stuff like that, then I guess I didn't think this through. See, this is someone who's never going to change. No. They're never going to see it another way. So you just need to... Push to the side and move on. Dude, just know what you're involved in. Go yeah, in. he's got problems. Go, Run. Go, go, <laughs> go into this one with a three-dimensional look that this is what this is what you're in store for. Heard it here first. I hope every single guest, though, that goes to her wedding wears white. Like, I hope they punk her ass and every single person that goes to her wedding wears white and says that, what the, one of the comments says, well, since you don't care about stuff like this, yeah. We didn't think it'd matter. White looks just so uh, good on me. 
I would love to participate in something like that. Yeah. It's just rude. Her whole post is rude. The whole point, too, at the beginning, she sent me an invitation, though we don't talk much. But since I wanted a break from work, I decided to go. Right. She, oh, yeah. She, you didn't want to be there. This, this chick is about attention. She, she wrote this edit for attention. She thought she was going to get like a, oh, no big deal. Like, which is so fucking crazy to me. Like, how conceited are you? And how delusional are you? That I've you experienced think, it a lot of times. Oh. There's a lot of people like that. Oh, my God. Can we move on? Are we going to still roast her or can we, can we move on? <laughs> I was done He's with done. It. I've been done with this chick after her first action. By the way, congratulations to your cousin because she seems like she's, she's dialed in. Yeah, and I think there's something to be said about that. I've seen a lot of stories, whether that's TikTok or Reddit, about people that are blind and people will take advantage of them. And it's so, so, so disgusting. And I just cannot imagine. I don't like, I don't know if that's ableist or just being a fucking terrible, heartless person, but I've seen so much shit where people will take advantage of others with disabilities. I, and I, I think it, it just shows to show you how, how foolish and dumb the person that actually thinks that the other person's disadvantaged is, that they're, they're only showing their own uh, moronic uh, intellect, no, because but because anyone that has lost vision or sight have certainly made up in many other ways in their senses to know exactly what's going on, and they're they're probably much even more uh, have a higher perception of what's going mm-hmm. on yep. than, than yes, than, I mean your other <clears throat> senses do come in stronger and adapt, but I mean there's so for example one video I saw was an individual who has a GoPro connected to them. Mm-hmm. And they're out in public and they constantly record stuff. And then I don't remember if someone analyzed the video for them or if they posted the video or what it was, but they caught someone kicking their guide dog and they didn't know in public. And they've caught other people on camera giving them the wrong money back when they buy a coffee. And they've, they've caught people this shit terrible. on camera. And it's like, how, why? Why do you take advantage of people? That so, already have such difficulty. Yeah, I mean... And I've said this, I think, in another episode, but, like, it's not the disability that's disabling. It's the fucking world that is disabling for the disabled people. We create such fucking harsh environments for these people. And why do you even need to be more fucking callous? Because some of these people are simply out of the animal kingdom. And they're just, they're treacherous animals. Some of these people are just fucking heartless twats. They're animals. Okay, now we can move along. Okay. Before I start crying over here. I really do believe that it's, and I can, we can only hope that there is uh, karma and that karma will come back on these people mm-hmm. that have these behaviors. And look, we, we are all given challenges in our life. It's, it's how we deal with these challenges that makes us who we are. And I've had difficulties. We, we've all had difficulties. And that's take those difficulties and and appreciate them because that's what really makes us stronger. Mm -hmm. And these people that have had adversity handed to them typically are much stronger than, than the idiots that are, that are weak to to prey on them because that's out of weakness. That's not strength. You pray out of weakness. So there you are. So that's the kind of person you are. uh, OP. You're of, of, you're a person of weakness. And you are an asshole. And you're an asshole. Well, we're done with you. Let's move on. So is this next guy. 
overall vote on this thread is asshole. So <laughs> this one's a little, it's not as dark as the last, you know, the last two, but am I the asshole for inviting my 29 male girlfriend, 28 female on an expensive vacation and expecting her to pay all of her share? I make a lot more than her. Hello, my girlfriend, myself, my parents, and my brother and his wife all went on vacation in another country a week ago. My brother and I were the ones who did most of the planning of the itinerary, although we did ask everyone else for input. For background, I make around 150000 as an IT consultant. My girlfriend is a teacher, making 45000 My parents are pretty affluent as well as my brother and sister-in-law. My girlfriend knew this trip was coming up and took on a second job waitressing on the weekends for several months to get ready for it. We have always split things 50-50 in the two years we have been together. There were a few times on the vacation when she did not go on outings with us, wine tastings, scuba diving, etc. She also would only eat two meals a day, simply stating she was on a budget. My family does favor more high-end, expensive places. My parents thought it was very strange that she only eats two meals a day, although she normally eats three. When we got home, I asked her why she skipped out on several of the outings and only ate two meals a day. I mentioned how I heard her stomach growling one night and said I was concerned about her having an eating disorder. She got teary-eyed and said that three meals a day wasn't fiscally feasible for her, and neither were the outings that she chose not to go on. She went on three of six outings. She said she was not expecting everything to cost so much, and she was overwhelmed. She also said she doesn't know if this is going to work long-term, if she is expected to go on vacations like that with people who make so much more than her. I feel bad that I did not pick up on her discomfort sooner, but we did agree to split everything 50-50, and I don't know why she agreed to come if the cost was an issue. Because she didn't fucking know. Also, don't you want your partner to enjoy these life experiences with you? Like, isn't that why you date someone and why you are with someone? Or why you go on vacation? You make 150K a year. She's a teacher doing fucking God's work, grinding. We don't pay teachers in America enough money, or I don't know what they get paid in other countries, but it's not enough. I, I I have a thought. You know, when you love somebody, why would you want to put them in the position to be uncomfortable? Right. Why would you let them sit back while you all go with your family to these things? If you wouldn't if, that be weird? I, I think the I don't know is, what's not clicking. It, what's missing in your brain? Are you sitting at the at like lunch one day and she's just sitting there with nothing and you're having like yeah. an awesome meal with your family and she's just Fucking chilling tuna and it doesn't tar. click and you have to go to her and say yo. Why are you not eat? Do you have an eating disorder? Why? She clearly said it's not physically. It wasn't fiscally. Like what? No, no, no. Fuck? She literally said she would also only eat two meals a day. Simply stating that she was on a budget. Right. You already knew she's on a budget, and you hear her stomach growling. She's clearly hungry. And you ask if she has an eating disorder, and you're asking us if you're the asshole. I mean, Reddit did it for him. Oh my god. Reddit really did it. But what's it. amazing to me is he literally did not know. That's why he made the post. I don't. How do you not know? He did know. No. I don't know. I don't. He, he seems. He no. knows he's an asshole. He doesn't no. seem. I don't I know. think this guy is totally out of touch with reality. Clueless. I would, if my partner, if I went on vacation with my partner 
and I couldn't afford the activity, so I chose, hey, I opted out. Or even, let's just say I was uncomfortable with one of the activities, because I've been on trips. We've, we've gone on trips where our friends were doing an activity that we didn't want to join, or I didn't, I personally didn't want to join. And Justin was like, well, if you don't want to do it, then let's go find something else. And he could have done that too. Oh, you can't afford to go fucking skydiving? No, he's oblivious. Let's just go chill on the beach. It seems like he's literally oblivious. He is completely <laughs> oblivious. But here's the, on the flip side, if my partner left me alone three out of six times on a vacation, my ass would be in the hotel room crying. I would not be happy. If someone did that to me, I would be done after this trip. He makes Don't look at me. He makes three times her income and he is nickel and diming her. Right. And you have to respect her what for making these choices to not She picked up a fucking second job and you I... don't think she's stressed? And she's being a good sport about it. Like even though it's not right, she should be the one who's writing this post, like, yo, I went on vacation. Here's yeah. what the boyfriend and family did. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't get it. This dude needs a fucking map. I'm with you. I <laughs> I don't need to speak to hear myself talk. This one's self-explanatory. <laughs> I, I feel for her. And I think that it, there must be something about him that she loves or, or she'd be gone. I just, otherwise, she needs to think this thing through because yeah. you want a man that's going to take care of you, it's going to respect you, and not put you in the position to hear your stomach growl. And not, and, and certainly not be in a position uh, to not make sure that you that you have your dignity, that you have to actually succumb to dignity because you can't afford something. If, when he easily can, there is no excuse for this, none, none whatsoever. That's a really good point about dignity because he really didn't give her any. He he did not no. respect. He did not protect her dignity. He 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 doesn't give a shit. As far as I'm concerned, he's a piece of crap. No, and this girl's like a and, star. This and, girl's a champ. Yeah. And there are plenty of men out there that would love you and and respect you and never to put you in that position and hold and really truly hold you right there on the pedestal that you belong. And cherish you and this guy this guy's not the guy. She took a second job to prepare for the vacation. I know. It's sad. I well, I think the dignity is the is probably the most important aspect of this too because it's like I get you agreed to split it 50-50 but he in a sense was throwing her under the bus on this vacation Absolutely. and making it was a making set, her feel it, less than it's a setup for destruction yeah would you stay in a relationship like this Absolutely if you were her no but people do and that's what makes me feel so bad is people don't realize what's out there and they they kind of feel like their situation is what it's supposed to be you know mm-hmm. I mean I'm 63 years old, and I've certainly loved before. And I have loved people that certainly did not love me back enough that they were protecting uh, me from being hurt, especially by them. The one thing you want to be sure that you have in a relationship is that person has your back and will do nothing to let anyone hurt you, especially themselves. When that, when that fails and they're the person that hurts you, then that's that's a problem, and maybe one time you, you you it can happen, and you can have a discussion. It happens again. It's going to be a pattern, and it's not going to be a happy life. So you need to walk. You need to just hold yourself high enough to just walk out the door and say, "Don't write, don't call, don't write." Bye, Felicia. So top comment on this one. 
which has 58,000 upvotes. Wow. You're the asshole. You make three times what she does. You knew she had to take a second job to be able to go. You planned the holiday slash activities. She even said while you were there that she could only afford to eat two meals a day. Don't plan for your budget when you know she makes so much less than you. I think it's safe to say she didn't enjoy the holiday at all. She probably found it stressful to work out what she could afford and embarrassing to have to skip meals. And uh, someone else goes, and she probably couldn't even actually really afford what she did spend. She'll probably need months to recover the savings. It makes me sick. The whole story just makes me feel sick. Yeah, this next comment though, and this is like, I think I, I was thinking in my head, I don't know if I've said it out loud yet, but what does this relationship look like when they get married? Are, does he still expect this to be 50-50? What does a life know. for them look like? So this person comments and they go, do you expect her to do this the rest of your lives? Also, 50-50 is only fair when both parties make roughly the same amount. It takes her nearly three years to make your yearly salary. I get that it's hard to sympathize when you're not able to experience the situation for yourself, but maybe try talking to her with an open mind and see if this situation actually works or if she's just trying to please you. Yeah. Splitting 50-50 isn't fair when the one person is struggling to stay afloat. You know, everything everything that goes very cyclical in life, that people have successes and they have failure. This guy has a failure and he falls on his face. You better be with a partner that genuinely let, cares let, for let, you. Let, let me ask you a question, buddy. While you're sitting there hungry and she's out, you know, and she's had some good success and good luck from her hard work, what are you going to do when she's out eating? He's going to call his parents. And your stomach's growling. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Well, and that's the thing. Like, she's clearly with you because she loves you. Because one, you're treating her pretty shitty. And it's not about the money because you're making her pay her way despite having significantly less. She's not with you for the money. There's a partnership mm-hmm. here. Be a partner. I not like a dickhead. No, and I, I like this comment... I make nearly three times what my husband does. Guess what we do? Split costs proportionally based on our incomes. The only exception is our cars. You buy it, you are responsible for the payments, and you need to make sure it's in your budget. Strong, you're the asshole. Yeah, and the overall vote all across the board, asshole. I mean, everyone really gets it. Comments, too. My heart broke for this girl. Not only did she work extra jobs just to afford to go long when she got there, much of what she was offered was beyond her means. And then he had the unmitigated gall to ask her about it on the yeah. idea that she might have a fucking eating disorder and he's afraid he might not have been attuned to his girlfriend and her finances because after all, they have agreed to split 50-50. You're the asshole. Doesn't even begin to approach the depth of assholery going on here. Not just from the OP, though he absolutely gets the lion's share, but also from the rest of the family. She needs to wipe her tears and kick this one to the curb to sit with the rest of the trash. Yep. I didn't really, and that comment really puts it into perspective too, because if the parents are very affluent and well off and the parents were okay with leaving one person behind, fucking snobs. My mom is the most generous person and you, you're very generous too. You take care of people. You invite people everywhere. You include people. My mom is always like the first to be like, oh no, no, I got it. Like as a parent, my mom would take her kids and their significant others on vacation and buy the dinner. Why were the parents not doing that? Like, why, no, why, idea. Why, no idea. Why were the parents okay with watching this girl sit behind? 
Well, Leaving her alone, alone in the hotel. Yeah, but it speaks to exactly who he became. Exactly. But you know what you'd be marrying into as well. A lifetime of feeling less than. Right. They truly don't give a fuck about her to leave no. her behind. No. Well, on that note, that's uh, that's put them in rice. Yeah, but the, the bottom line is we don't know how to, let, how to have a conversation with her. <laughs> Too bad. I know. We need someone that's really good at hacking to find his IP and then find her. Ugh. Oh, OP's girlfriend, if you're out there, run. But what do you, you think of put him in rice? It, it makes sense now, doesn't it? Absolutely. It does. <laughs> I just didn't I would actually that last put him in one. tar. Tar, tar and feathers. Tar, tar the guy. Let him just. I, uh, let him just let, let him just sink to the bottom of the pit like a dinosaur. I think look put him his, in rice. Look for his. Look for his. Look for his bones in a million years. Like I know we say a lot that common sense isn't so common, but with these people, just like I don't know, people that are they're just nar- they're narcissists. Well, they're just so also just so clueless. And people that can never see it from another person's why, shoes. Why they is just, she still there? That's, they lack empathy or even... Why is she still with Because people guy? get stuck in things like that. And yeah. they think that that's normal. That's how it is. And that's what love is. And yeah, it's so sad. I think there's been a lot of stories like that where there people is. just I mean, get stuck in it. Well, and their ages too. They're 28 and 29. I'm trying to look at how long they've been dating. And it's hard to compare until you have someone that truly has your back, truly cares for you, yeah. is in a real relationship with you. How else do you know? I mean, you, yes, you see the the Hollywood perfect. But you don't think that's attainable. Right. Yeah, because it's I have- a lot. But I, uh, So I have two comments. Based on one, what you said, I think when we watched that Daniel Sloss documentary, he says, like, you need to love yourself more than 20%. You need to love yourself more than 50%. You need to love yourself. You know, we might not be 100%, but you need to love yourself. Because if you only love yourself 25% and someone comes around, comes along and gives you 50%, then you're at 75. But you only loved yourself 25 and they're giving you 50. So for you, you feel like they love you so, so, so much, but it's still not what you deserve. And I also think people get wrapped up in this idea of, well, I've been with my partner for four years. I'm 30. I'm, you know, I don't want to start over. My clock is ticking. I don't even think it's an age thing sometimes, though. You hear people come out of high school in five year relationships and they're like, well, we've been together for so long. It's just, it is the way that it is. When you're in it, though, and things are wrong and you kind of get stuck in that cycle, you feel like, this is your person that you'll work it out. This is going to be it. Yeah. You really think. And then as soon as you get out and you see it, hindsight 2020. Yeah. Then you're just like, what was I doing? Yeah. Baffles me. I, um, I saw something the other day where like you should like, yes, every relationship is going to have highs and lows, but a lot of times relationships for people are like drug highs. Like you have this fight and then you make up and like your love is so intense that it's it's very our brains process it in a way that's yeah. very similar to a drug. Mm-hmm. But that's not how love is supposed to be. And this this famous psychologist or doctor was talking about this and he's like love should feel safe. It should feel calm. And if you're going through that withdrawal and that drug-like experience with your mm-hmm. love, it's mm-hmm. not healthy. That's And it's like this yeah. poor girl, like do you feel safe with your partner? 
Like for a lot of these toxic, the dark mm -hmm. ones we got into, do you feel safe? Do you this feel is, love? This reminds me of a friend of mine lives in another state and she would travel with somebody and she was with this fellow for a number of years and sometimes he would just blow up and kick her out of the room or whatever. It was stupid. And While they were traveling? Yeah. Oh my God, what did she do? She she left. She got it, went to the airport. She flew home and and you know they worked it out and they went out again. She says, and and then it got to the part where he wants to get married and she says, I don't trust you. No. I don't trust the fact at the end of the day that you're not going to do it to me again. Yeah, right. Yeah, one mistake on because her part. Because you've done this on a couple occasions. Yeah. And Which is exactly what I thought about the lady who threw away all the pictures. That's, yeah. That's the exact thought I had. Yeah, it's just too big of a mistake. I mean, there's some passion there and there's some great stuff going on. But let me tell you, there are some deep seated. He doesn't have Issues. her back. No. And, and it makes, you know, as a friend, I feel bad because I know that she would Cared love to have him. that yeah. life, but yeah. wrong person. And I hope that you find the right person. No. And I've, I've ended friendships for the same reason. I've ended friendships because I didn't feel safe and supported and right. cared for it's, Life you, is you too were, short. You were down in Dallas, Texas. I was in Dallas, Texas. I and remember, I, I remember that. Oh, yeah. I called you crying. I said, I, this friend, you guys, was the most toxic friend I've ever had. Bad, bad friend. Get out of that. Bad friend. And life is too short to have people like that in your life. And we'll, we'll get into that one more on another Friends episode. It'll, it'll come up because losing friends is hard. But sometimes you can't put them in rice and you just got to cut them out. And so that's that. Is that our show? That's our show. Sometimes the phone just ends up at the bottom of the lake and you don't even have the opportunity to put it in rice. This is true. I uh, I threw <laughs> I threw my friend Mason's phone in the lake last summer and there was no coming back from that one. Well, guys, I don't know if she'll let me come back again, but it was great to spend You'll the evening with back. you. You'll be back. You'll be back. Don't be dramatic. You'll be back. Every time I come back, check out the socks. <laughs> Well, that's all I have for this episode on Two Hot Takes, you guys. Just another special shout-out to those on Patreon. Um, we really appreciate you guys. And until next time. Until next time. Until next time. Bye, guys.